Hello, America. It's Thursday and the Glenn Beck program. I am so glad you tuned in. Today is the day that you should be listening to this program. Today, we're going to give you what some are calling the Rosetta Stone to understand the impeachment. Uh, And Bill O'Reilly is also going to be joining us and telling us what he found in the impeachment. And some of my favorite selections of audio from the clown show that is called the impeachment trial. All that and so much more. We begin in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck program. Wow, was the hate mail out in force last night? This comes from Perry. I'm pleased to see that you didn't somehow manage to stop being a complete and utter moron while I wasn't looking. It's good to know that even in this topsy-turvy world, there are things I can count on. And that's the unhinged stupidity of Glenn Beck being one of those. Apparently, Perry didn't like the special last night. Kustis wrote and said, Glenn, this thread proves you haven't learned a single thing from your various conspiracy theorizing fiascos during the Obama era. Jules said pretty much the same thing. Glenn, you're peddling conspiracy theories again. I'm waiting you to pull an L. Ron Hubbard and start your own religion similar to Scientology. Ooh. Nathan wrote oh, in. Let's not just dismiss that idea. What? Let's not dismiss that idea. Oh my gosh, I never even thought of that. How much money could we make? There we go. Let's they build nice places. <laughs> uh, Nathan says, sounds like you're making this up and you're hoping to hook some impressionables into taking it further. Tavish, I see we're sticking with the they did it to defense, which wasn't even part of the special in any way. Matt, diverting attention from Trump crimes, I see. Par for the course, you're pathetic. Dobro wrote in and said, uh, your Nazi ass will be up on a platform like Nuremberg. Say hi to Satan when you get home. Oh, have you met my teenagers? So it's a really, truly incredible how none of those people even watched it. And conspiracy theory is going to be what people say. And I'm prepared for it because, yes, we took on George Soros last night. I got I got an email in from this. This guy is one of the best researchers I, I know. Uh, I, I've tried for 20 years to get him to work for me, but no I've got too important of a job, whatever. <laughs> he, write, he wrote to me last night, or this morning at 1.20 a.m. Come on, man. I'm not even all the way through this thing, and I'm pausing, archiving videos and documents, making notes, putting pieces together. This is incredible. It fits with pluralism. It fits with the tech companies censoring. It fits with the deep state. It's a Rosetta Stone. Lord, I've got 50 browser window opens, and it just doesn't end. I'm going to be up all night with this, and I haven't finished even watching. There's so much corruption, I can't tell where to start or stop. And they used our tax money to do a huge chunk of it. I know nobody wants to put former politicians in jail, but this is BS. Someone needs to swing for all of this. I'm down the rabbit hole now on the former CEOs of, I'm not going to tell you where, 
Um, <clears throat> this is one hell of a job. The Beck team, thank you. Now what? Will the media ever dip a toe in it? Who will stand up in the Senate and blow ballistic on this? It feels to me like no one has the balls to do it, but I pray I'm wrong. Now what? The thing aired last night. Give us a freaking break. <laughs> now what? You know, but now, that was a, now we sleep. Okay. <laughs> yeah, or try. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a lot of the mail that I saw last night. The response of, okay, I'm watching. But honestly, Glenn, now what? What do we do? Well, I will tell you that I hoped to be announcing something uh, on Monday um, that I think you're really, really, really going to like. Um, but I, I have to push it out another week. But I, you'll be able to put some things together um, as you listen on Monday because... Uh, I'm going to be someplace Monday, and you'll 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 hear about it on Monday. Um, uh, we had dozen of peop- dozens of people write in and say I was blocked out of YouTube at one point uh, and had to finish watching on Facebook. The notification I and many others got was private video. We did have some problems. We're reloading it uh, now onto uh, YouTube, so if you missed it, it should be up uh, in the next 45 minutes. I, I can't tell you what uh, uh, what happened. Um, also, let's see. Let's see uh, these. Glenn, I've watched your show and listened to you for many years now. I share your passion for saving America and our republic as it was originally established. I just f- finished watching the Ukraine video, um, the Democrats Hydra, and I needed to reach out to you. I'm not clear what you meant by doing our own homework. Like me, there are many that just don't know what to do. Now, I want to define what I said last night. At the end of the special, and thank you for watching it, at the end of the special, um, I told you that in January, we hope to be um, unveiling another tentacle of this octopus, if you will. Uh, and one that's happening here in the United States. And it came to me uh, through state officials in multiple states uh, that um, for some reason decided to clue me in on something. And I don't think I really understood. I mean, I understood it at one level, the magnitude of it, and it's huge. But put together with Hydra and it's it's knockout punches. It really is. And um, it's why I've. I've been a little, you know, like, okay, um, I think we should turn to God pretty soon because this is way, way down the road. Uh, and, um, and I said to you last night, if you watch the Democrats Hydra, the special we did last night, do not, do not go off the path. This path is loaded on both sides with conspiracy theories and everything we presented last night for the first time we we tried this and i think it was very useful we in real time during the special were social using social media to push out all of the documents all of the video everything that we talked about it went out on social media as we were doing it um and you need to stay on documents that are 
from the State Department, uh, the the FOIA requested documents that we showed. Don't go off of anybody's opinion. Last night, I tried to give you the places where I said, this is not a fact. This is just a question that needs to be answered. So be very, very careful because we cannot add to the problem. What we do have to do is go to the Congress. I am, quite honestly, I'm terrified to talk to my friends in Congress because... Stu, how did you feel watching it last night? Pat was here in the studio. He wanted to watch it live. Mm -hmm. And he said to me afterwards, he said, this is horrible. This is one of the worst things I've heard on the country. Yeah, because I think a lot of people are sort of getting on board with it because it tells you so much about the impeachment that's going on right now. It is the Rosetta Stone of the impeachment. And as Pat said last night, Glenn, it... I understand things from 2008 now. I, I like things. This it really is the Rosetta Stone. Once you have this piece, you're like, oh my gosh, that explains that and that and that. And now I know why this whistleblower is never going to show up in a courtroom. Never. They can't allow him to testify. So how did you feel? I mean, it, it's overwhelming. Uh, and there is, you just pointed out 2008, right? That's 2008 has nothing to do with this impeachment, right? But it, right. it, it you know. But it does. Right. That's where I think it, it opens up into a much, much bigger story. So I think it's interesting because you can take out of it a lot and, and understand what's going on in Washington this week. But you can also understand what's going on in Washington over this quarter century. And what's easily, coming and what's our coming, way. Coming our way. Yeah. So, it's, you know, it's important to understand all of it. And uh, it kind of gives you that that window, I think, to be able to take it in. It's not easy. I mean, I you know, I don't think I would. I certainly wouldn't present this if I was a a cable news executive and and had you know CNN's audience. I wouldn't even attempt to present this to them. I mean, there's a there's a there's a group of people here that that had gone to the blaze and and listen to this radio show every day that are willing to do the work and really like use their brain to yeah, engage this is themselves. Not, this was not an easy story to yeah. tell. And it is a testament. I've said this about this audience a hundred times. I think this is the the smartest, most charitable, kind, reasonable audiences ever to be assembled. I really do believe that. Mm-hmm. And last night, to have the audience size that I think we had uh, last night, and 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 therefore, I, you know, I said to I said to Pat beforehand. I said, tell me when you think you'd tune out, when you'd be like, I, I can't, I just can't follow it, or I can't, I've, I'm on overload. Because it was nonstop, two hours, and it was like shotgun blast after shotgun blast after shotgun blast. And uh, I said to him afterwards, I said, how long would you last? And he said, I... All the way to the end, he said this was the most riveting package of information I've ever I've ever seen. And I don't think there's anybody else that would do it or could do it. It's also tough to do without uh, commercial breaks, uh, with commercial breaks. Yeah. Um, so I think the, as far as the radio audience is concerned, because you can watch the whole thing on YouTube and get the whole package. I, I know over, over time here, we're going to be doing a lot of this stuff to make sure that the radio audience gets it too. Um, but and- it's really hard to do on radio we are 
-hmm. currently, so you know, we are currently trying to rewrite everything for radio and for podcasts. And I mean, we already have enough for a book on this. Um, and we're trying to get it out in all formats, but it's very difficult without visuals. And obviously you can't see the, the documents and things right. like that. Uh, but it's important that, you know, this thing gets spread around as easily as possible. It's one of the reasons, you, you know, you make it, you, know, you put it on YouTube for free, right? So yeah. that people can actually access it and pass it around to people. Um, but it, it is, you watch the testimony going on. You watch how they protect certain people. Oh you my gosh. watch the, the, you listen to the answers they give. In I, feel so much, I feel so much better today than I did yesterday because yesterday I was watching the testimony and my head was going to explode because I know what the information I had in America didn't have. And if you watch this last night and then you watch the impeachment, you see you're like, oh, my gosh. Uh, yes, I understand why Adam Schiff is Adam Schiff is saying this right now. I know why they're protecting this person, that person. I know exactly why they're testifying to this today. It's incredible. And now it's just going to have to go to the Senate and hope that the Senate isn't like, yeah, well, we know all this and it's not going to change. Because if this if this is the way the United States government runs, if this is what we do, I I don't I'll I'll vote for people who say I'm going to help stop that. I mean I can't vote for people who are involved in this. And the good news is is Donald Trump he exposed this, and you'll see as in the special last night he stopped some of this. Whether he knew exactly how big this whole thing was, I don't know. But he stopped funding, you know, in some of the cases right away, and uh, and that was refreshing. And that is why he must not be president, according to the left. He must not. State Department intelligence. He has to be stopped because he'll blow this system up. And the whole system was made to be, in their own words, um, made to be uh, institutionalized so no one could ever stop it. You know, um, I want to finish this uh, email because we got a lot of people like this. Uh, Glenn, we don't know what to do. We say our prayers. We go to work. We take care of our families. We vote. We prepare for upcoming craziness as best we can. How do we go about stopping this machine that you released last night? Uh, this has been going on since the beginning of time. Uh, I'm grateful for men like you and your team who are not of... What a sexist men. There are also women on this team and people who identify as purple butterflies. And we have one giraffe. Anyway... I'm grateful for people like you who are not afraid, who have a platform to stand on and shout it from the rooftops. For the rest of us, spell it out. What can we do? I want to help. I want to do something as it pains me to watch my country fall into the hands of these people. Michael, um, thanks, for your, um, thanks for your email. Here's what you can do. One, we must be a well-informed people. And I know that's really hard, but... Please don't go off the deep end. Um, and when you're doing research, there is literally disinformation, Soviet disinformation. And this particular topic gets dicey 
that fast. And pretty soon you don't know the difference between fact and fiction. So please do your research on what we're giving you and make sure you're going to official sources. I mean, you can find the FOIA request. I I suggest you use people like Judicial Watch, etc. We'll give you some stuff. But you have to be well-informed. You have to be calm because, remember, the point of this whole thing is revolution. And you have to support and tell people about this information in a workable way, in a, in a credible way, because this impeachment trial must go to the Senate. I was happy to hear yesterday, uh, I think it was Turtle Man. Um, <laughs> Mitch McConnell? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was Turtle Man that said this is definitely going to have a hearing in the Senate said it will definitely be picked up in the Senate. And the Senate does not have to do that right. uh, constitutionally. It is tradition, of course. Also, there's been talk about maybe they just bring up the charges and then have an initial vote to just dismiss them completely. I think that's a huge mistake. Instead of hearing all the evidence. Again, mm-hmm. like, I, you know, the, the big, huge news yesterday that an aide, not even, not even Taylor, but an aide of Taylor's overheard apparently through a cell phone not on speaker but just heard them trump asking a question about the investigations um, did you hear the, that was the big the big bombshell i don't even did you hear jim jordan yesterday with the ambassador in his testimony yeah yeah oh, i gotta play that for anybody who missed it it was so satisfying when you hear how he had his mind changed Wait until you hear this exchange. I mean, it's a circus freak show. So a member of the uh, House Intelligence Committee is uh, Chris Stewart, and he joins us now from Washington, D.C. Hello, Chris. How are you? Good morning, Glenn. How was the, uh, how was the impeachment yesterday? Uh, well, you know, we've been doing this for going on four years, and frankly, it's getting a little wearisome. I mean, how many hearings, how many depositions, how many news stories, how many leaks, how much fake news? Uh, but, Glenn, I got to say, I, I, I mean, there was such anticipation with this band. Of course, it's the first open hearing. It's the first time the American people actually get to listen to these witnesses. Mm-hmm. I think the Dems set themselves up in the sense that they expected a Watergate moment. They expected John Dean. They expected the drama. And, it's just, you know, and I don't think there was a single American who watched this who at the end of it goes, oh, man, we have got to impeach this president. We've got to impeach him right now. There just wasn't any kind of any kind of drama to it or anything that really was going to convince anyone. So it, what is their plan, Chris? What is the, I know they meet again tomorrow, and they have uh, Yovanovitch is going to be in front of you guys, right? Yeah, who is, by the way, someone who was removed from her position, something which happens all the time. And she was removed from her position just a few months before her tour was over, and she was removed months before any of this happened. Uh, she She was not in position as ambassador when any of this happened. It was... So, so what is it? So what is it that they're what is it they're expecting to get from her? Well, Glenn, I think strategically, just in the big picture, this is 
this is the same thing that we, as, as, as I started out, it's the same thing we've been seeing for a couple of years now. I, I, they know that the Senate's not going to remove him from office. They know that they put some of their people in a bind, but by and large, the Democrats are going to fall in line. They will vote to support impeachment. And I think this has one strategy only, and that is just to weaken the president, just to make it less likely that he's going to be reelected in 2020. I think Representative Green had it exactly right. We've got to impeach him or he's going to be reelected. This yeah. is a tool. Let me let me let me let me play the actual audio from Al Green. It's only four seconds long, but it's worth hearing this from his mouth. Here's Al Green. I'm concerned that if we don't impeach this president, he will get reelected. <laughs> I mean, that's an amazing statement. It's an amazing statement, yeah. Chris. Well, every once in a while, someone will say something they actually mean and and but not something they you know they want people to hear. And and I think that's what this was. He was just speaking the truth. And again, they know that the Senate's not going to remove him from office. They know the American people should be able to decide this in the next election. This is just their hope, their best strategy to diminish him so that it's less likely he'll be impeached. It'll so, be interesting. Go ahead. It'll be interesting. You're breaking up a little bit, Chris. Yeah, I'm sorry. It'll be sorry. interesting. I was listening to you and Bill O'Reilly. Uh, about how you know how this thing blows back or not, and I don't know that it that it does. I but I think it's very likely that this is this is to the president's benefit when this is over. Well, I will tell you if the Senate picks it up, um, I think it will be. But they have to expose what's really going on. They they have to expose the the uh, connections to the the Democrats. And what they were doing by uh, by using our embassy, the State Department, Intel, the Ukrainians to actually influence our election. Everything that they accused Donald Trump of doing, they themselves have done. And if if this just goes away and they don't have to pay for a what they've put this country through for the last four years with all of these trials that they knew were bogus uh, and the 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 actual crimes that they were committing over in Ukraine. If they get away with it, it's only going to empower them for whoever is the next president or the next term. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And, you know, I, I got a sidebar for just a minute to make this, uh, you know, this ironic uh, ad- realizing this for what two and a half years we were told about the russian collusion russian collusion and it was never ever referred to as a conspiracy theory and for two and a half years we knew that it was and now when we want to talk about the ukraine the media never ever mentions that without the the un un uh, unverified conspiracy theory as if to even mention it means you're wearing a tin hat around and you've lost your mind and there are serious and legitimate questions regarding that as you have pointed out again and again Uh, chris we we have the audio tape and how i mean i tracked it down on a special we did a couple of weeks ago on how they're calling this a discredited conspiracy theory they're using um, uh, they're using uh, these little word games to dismiss things out of hand that can't be the reason why that guy there were two guys that were um, that were supposed to go to prison and they say the media says no that is that was that was thrown out of court well <clears throat> they were convicted and then because they were in the uh, the parliament and you can't 
you can't convict somebody on this in Parliament. They were parliamentary members, some weird, crazy law. They didn't overturn the conviction. They just said, we can't we can't hold them for this crime. And that's how they yeah, exactly. that's how the press is saying this is a conspiracy theory. It's not. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, well, there's. There's two, two, two things that have come into our political lexicon. Interesting. One of them is conspiracy theory, which is basically anything that you and I realize is real and needs to be investigated. And the second thing is, you know, when they say uh, without evidence. So when you and I ever, ever mention a fact or something that happened, they say, well, they say this without evidence, blah, blah, blah. But, but Glenn, there is, I think, one thing that's hopeful for us, and that is this. I was talking with some of my colleagues in the Senate two nights ago. And they have the ability to call their own witnesses. Yes. They have the ability to go where the house, where we can't go because of Adam Schiff and the bridle he puts on us and the ability of us to call witnesses or bring facts forward. The Senate is not constrained by that. And that's where I think that this thing falls back into their laps in a, in a, in a very powerful way because they may, they may rue the moment that they sent this to the Senate and opened the door for them to actually investigate some of these other things that they have been entirely unwilling to do here on the House side. I tell you, Chris, it can't be just about the president, because if that if the Senate goes into trial and they just make it about quid pro quo and try to clear him, the media and everyone else will just say they're dragging this out. They're doing and they will. They are hoping that the impeachment will stain the Republicans and not the Democrats, because you guys will go into investigations. You need to do the impeachment and 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 put all of these call all of these witnesses to the stand and take it apart, because that's the only thing a a, what will change is when you have dramatic, breathtaking moments that are exposing the truth of what they did in Ukraine that's the only thing that will turn this around. And I'm telling you, uh, you know, I don't know if you, I'm sure you haven't. Um, I'm going to send you uh, a link to the special we did last night. But I also want to send you all of the evidence that we have and the raw monologue um, of what we exposed last night. It is horrifying, Chris, horrifying. And I know you guys know some of it, but I don't know if you know all of it. And I'm afraid to ask if you know all of it. Quite honestly, because if you do and people are like, well, I, this way business is done. Oh, my gosh. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Well, please send it to me. And, and you know, you have, you have done some incredible reporting on this, Glenn, and I really mean that. And please keep keep doing it. Uh, and we will do what we can to help people understand the reality of what's happened here and the actual truth. Could I come back and make a comment on just this process in general? Yes, um, and that, and that is a lot of people I talk to, they're discouraged by it. And I am as well, in a sense. I just think it sets such a terrible precedent for the future of our nation if this is impeachable and the divisiveness of it. But I think it's going to be okay for two reasons. I think worst case, it just freezes everyone where they are. 48% of the people want him impeached, 48% of people don't, and we'll have the election and let the American people decide. But I really think there's a possibility, especially when this thing moves to the Senate, that there's new information that can come out that really does change the way people understand this, really does change the way they view this. Some of this information is what you've been talking about. And again, that's why I think they may they may absolutely brew the day they did this. In the I think they will. The, it, yep. 
it gave them us an opportunity to bring mm-hmm. this information forward. If you guys do it in the Senate and you bring it all forward, I think they are going to rue the day. They are, they are intentionally roping off anyone that can get into any of the stuff that they must have hidden. They don't want you to talk to that whistleblower for a very clear reason. And the documents I'm going to send to you, and by the way, if you're listening, the the documents that I'm going to send to Chris are available at glenbeck.com right now. Just look at this, the whole monologue with all of the videos, all of the documents, everything firsthand, so you have them. But those documents show the whistleblower's fingers all over the corruption yeah. in Ukraine, all over. And I'm telling you, Chris, they can't have what, that guy uh, testify or it yep. all comes undone. Which is why yesterday we forced a vote. Now we're going to lose a vote. We did. But we compelled them to vote on will you bring the whistleblower before the committee? So why and don't you? Won't. Why and don't you? Will. Everybody says it's not against the law uh, to reveal his name. Why don't you all? Just say at the beginning of your question, by the way, the whistleblower is this person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, for one thing, Glenn, I, I mean, we could and I'm not hesitant to do that, but I, I don't really care who he is. I just want to have him and the and the things that he's done exposed to the American people. So well, But, but Adam about. Schiff said yesterday, oh, I beg your pardon. I don't even know who it is, which is yeah. you can't get him it's on nonsense. perjury for that. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, nonsense. Nonsense. Everyone, place, everyone, everyone knows who he is, but Adam Schiff has known who he is far before any of the rest of us. But, but again, that's why we wanted to compel this testimony. He is the one witness, if you, if you, uh, out of the six or, or eight that we've requested, he's absolutely the first witness we want to hear from for a number of reasons. One of them being you can't compel the impeachment of the president of the United States and not have to answer some questions regarding that. Yeah. And, it's you know, and Mr. Schiff said originally that we're going to hear from him. He said, you bet, we're going to hear from him shortly. And then they realized the ties that he had and the information he had. And they thought, well, that's the last person in the world we're going to put. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I've been comparing him to Al Capone's uh, accountant. Al Capone might have loved the guy, but you can't let him testify because once this guy testifies, the whole empire falls apart. And I, I think that's yeah. what this guy has. Um, all right, Chris, thank you so much. Um, uh, please pass on uh, our heartfelt uh, thanks to all those Republicans who are actually standing up and uh, fighting this uh, every day, especially you guys in the Intelligence um, Committee. And we look forward to it. Tomorrow is the ambassador. Then what happens after that? Is there more of a plan? No, we've, yeah, well, we've got, I don't know, I think we've got, we we miss oh my god they're silencing him they're silencing chris stewart is he there he's gone mm-hmm. oh this my god how it happens this is and how they take them all out he was talking about the whistleblower and deep state took him out we lost him chris stewart <laughs> or he just he dropped his phone dropped one of the two Uh, we have, uh, Ron on the phone. Ron Tanton McGuffle, yes. 
Yes, hi. Hi, I'm a whistleblower recruiter, and I've, I've heard you here talking about the whistleblower. I don't think you understand how this process works at all. I wanted to right. kind of walk you through it. All right, a whistleblower recruiter. Yes, I, I recruit whistleblowers for a living in Washington. Okay. We've got, let me tell you, this is just one example, but we've got a whistleblower scheduled for next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this guy's going to go out with some big allegation against Donald Trump, uh, our illegitimate president. And <laughs> he's going to be discussing it. Uh, now, let me tell you how this happened. All right. So I'm at Qdoba. You're aware? I'm at Qdoba. What's Mexican Q- place. Okay. Oh, delicious queso. All right. And I'm at, I'm at Qdoba, and, and I met a guy, and, uh, and this guy knows somebody, knows him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he leases a mid-sized boat uh, from a small business. Uh, and this business uh, that he leases the boat from mm-hmm. uh, has the same name of a dog. <laughs> it's a toy poodle. Uh, and this dog was kicked uh, brutally by a foot that was wearing the same brand shoes of Donald Trump. Your illegitimate so president. You, so, so, this are, is, so are you saying that this that Donald Trump was kicking dogs? Well, it, it, it was a similar sized shoe. All right. Uh, of the same brand that Donald Trump wears, but right. only four sizes off. Right. And and four four sizes is not. So it. And, so and I it, will say it was a woman's shoe. That is right. something that we're gonna we're gonna point that out in the testimony. All right. Uh, it's going to it's gonna be in front of the uh, Congress pretty soon. Right. Uh, and and here's the thing. If Donald Trump is kicking puppies, do you want him as your president of the United States? But he wasn't. And that's kicking. the thing. The guy at Qdoba is like, give me the rice to beats, and also impeach the bastard. Right. And I'm with him on that. So I don't. So this guy's going down. Where he's you going sound down like trade. a partisan here. It doesn't sound like a. No, no, just just recruiting whistleblowers for the truth. These are nonpartisan whistleblowers, but serving the government at Qdoba for 40 years. You're listening to Glenn Beck.